Hello and welcome to Tea with Culture. I'm Wal Hattar. And in this episode, we're discussing the Lebanese Film Festival. The festival has been on for 17 years, and this is the 13th edition as they started annually and then they moved to every other year. And with us is Wafa Halewe, who is the director of the Lebanese Film Festival. Hello. Hi. So, for everyone listening in, in the Emirates and Lebanon and abroad, can you give us a a little bit of an intro to the Lebanese festival and what, why is it different from the many Lebanese festivals you have in Lebanon? Yeah. Um, basically, the Lebanese Film Festival started in 2001. Uh, it was started by uh, initiative from Pierre Sarraf, Nadim Tabut, Wadia Safiadin, and uh, Daniel Harbid. And their main aim was uh, basically to promote Lebanese cinema, to offer a platform for Lebanese filmmakers and talents to showcase their films, to maybe um, meet uh, people from the industry, also to offer a chance for the audience to see all the Lebanese films because, um, you know, a lot of short, short films, for example, were not shown. I mean, for many different reasons, um, they felt the need to have a platform that solely focused on Lebanese uh, cinema. And it's been the aim, I mean, since then, you know, 17 years later, 13 editions later, we still focus on the same thing which was really um, to create a platform for Lebanese cinema. Um, and so, yeah, so uh, Pierre and uh, Nadim directed the festival for many years, and it was an annual festival. In the beginning, it was called Nea Beirut Festival, which a lot of people still know it under this name. Um, and then in, until 2012, uh, where Sabil Roussoub took over the direction of the festival, and, uh, and the name changed, so it was slowly going towards being called Lebanese Film Festival. Um, and I've been the director of the festival since 2015. Uh, it's the second edition for me that's uh, about to happen in a few days. Um, and uh, one of the big moves we did um, since last edition is we moved from Sofiel Cinema to Beirut Cinema City. And it's been a really beautiful experience all through. Okay, it's interesting to hear, especially the fact that usually when people hear of film festivals, they expect to see movies from everywhere else and kind of do that. And I know in Lebanon, we've talked to a few of them, and they always have things that are more international than it is. So the only thing I can compare this to is what the Gulf Film Festival used to be in Emirates, which is kind of highlights all the films from the Gulf and really pushes it versus international things. And I and I think you're you're right, especially that you're when it comes to support. At least we we don't get that many options to to have to have local ones kind of fight amongst each other rather than uh, have to fight amongst other international people who do as we've heard before in other podcasts and discussed more opportunity for funding and filming and everything else rather than kind of the Lebanese or the Emirati or or the rest of the kind of the Middle East when it comes to that. But otherwise, you've also mentioned that the 17 years and now with all the film festivals kind of shutting down in the Gulf at least. This is the closest one to us that's been running for a while. And of course, we're not going to discuss Cairo. That's a whole other being in itself. But it's it's kind of sometimes worrying, and especially that the Beirut Film Festival kind of mentioned that they had closed down uh, a week or so ago. So, so it's how do you guys kind of keep doing this? I mean, the challenge is the same for everyone, honestly. Um, and to, c- to come back to what we were saying before, we're a very small country. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of festivals happening. There's a lot of film festivals happening. So um, here is where I believe that when each festival keeps their identity, which, for example, a great thing that Beirut International Film Festival does is they bring international films to Lebanon. 
whereas we focus more on Lebanese mm. films, which I think is, Only you know, yeah, I mean, we, ha- we sometimes have parallel programs or we do um, windows okay. to other genres or, or, or countries or, uh, you know, we have different programs every edition. But um, I think that the strength of each um, of each festival and the role of each festival is to actually fulfill um, their identity fully, you know. Um, the question of surviving as a festival, it comes up every edition, honestly. Mm. And it's it's one of the reasons other than, you know, the, the whole social factors at some point there was uh, you know the war etc um it one of the reasons why we we started doing it every two years was uh, partly financial um last last edition almost did not happen for us too and we had to do a crowdfunding um which is both sad and and um and great at the same time sad because i mean you spend a year and a half trying to to find some sort of minimal funding to put a festival together and sometimes you can't even do that and the the positive thing that happened is through the crowdfunding we actually saw everyone's support mm. moral and financial and and um, it it really picked up you know it really reassured us that okay what what we're doing somehow has a, has a value and and it it is somehow important you know and a lot of people supported us and thanks to the crowdfunding thanks to our partners we we could do the edition last year uh, and build uh, new collaborations for this year. And this year was, you know, asked, it's, it's challenging. I'm not, I don't say it's easy to find the financing, but at least we could secure as, um, a, an amount to be able to, uh, to make it happen. Yeah, it, it makes sense. I mean, especially that your film festival is, is truly showing and supporting young talents as well as talents that already existed in, in Lebanon. So for them, You'd, you'd think that automatically them, their families, everyone else will, will pitch in because this is really a kind of a, a larger family festival where everyone's involved. And especially when you compare it to that, most film festivals, they hardly show short films. I mean, to be fair, most short films are difficult to watch. But at least from, from what I used to see in the Dubai Film Festival, some of them are really, really, really good, especially that you see more and more of them kind of experimenting with things rather than just kind of doing a short story. And <clears throat> over the past two years, and we, we have a few of these films that we saw in Dubai Film Festival that are showing now in Lebanese Film Festival. So I already have a general idea of, of, of the level that is presented there. So it's always good to have that as well as some somebody's first film, maybe necessarily out of college or not, but kind of really work work on that on that level. So as you were discussed about kind of finances and people supporting why do you think this is, at, at least in Lebanon, the longest-running film festival? Um, I think to come back to what you were saying, because it kind of is like as a family, you know, it's um, it's true that the festival supported a lot of emerging talents, but because it's been 17 years, mm. so a lot of these back then emerging talents are now established um, filmmakers, and a lot of them come back to the festival with films that went all international and won awards, and so it's... Um, it really has this family feel. And I guess um, the, the founders of the festival were right. I guess there was really a need to, to have a platform that was really focused on uh, bringing all these people from Lebanese cinema together. Um, and as a lot of filmmakers say every year, you know, no matter where you go, if you're still starting and you're showing your film at home, it's touching. And if you're established and your film went everywhere and then you come back and, and show it at home, it's the same, you know, 
it's the same effect of um, y- your home. So it's it's a um, it's a much warmer screening, yeah. you know. And it, it, they all say that it's it's a very different experience from showing it anywhere else in the world for them and for the audience. You know, there's this mutual recognition, and it's always super touching to watch. For everyone listening, um, Wafa's actually kind of hinting or or, or, or taking a stab at the the, the now going to be huge and huge already the Nadine Lebecki's latest film that had won the jury award at uh, the Cannes Film Festival this year and then and is now opening and launch and kind of releasing the film at Lebanese Film Festival which is a which is a big thing for a no offense smaller film festival for someone to launch such a big film but it is I guess like you were saying people support the industry support each other and come back rather than just take 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 which is I guess a positive for the overall um Creative, creative field that we're that we're working in. Um, okay, so before we talk about the details um, of the film festival that you have every couple of years, can you tell us a little bit about audiences? I mean, I'm I'm expecting since most of it are short films, it's just kind of family and people and crew who worked on it. But am I am I incorrect? Do you have like a a large following that you know, the audiences come in? Is, is there numbers? Is there information you can tell us? Actually, yes, there's a, uh, there's a lot of different people who come. You know, people often think that when it's short films, it's just the close ones, mm-hmm. uh, maybe students, uh, which obviously they do come, but we have a very... Um, very varied audience and it's growing like you can see we have we have the evolution of the audience from year to year and you can clearly see that more and more people are coming mm-hmm. i also think that moving to beirut cinema city helps because the um, um, i mean it's a central location it's easily accessible and also people start to see lebanese cinema a bit less like um, um something Fringe. you know yeah something elitist or something maybe a bit um arty you know art, um, with yeah. Yeah. but uh, yeah in that sense but uh, no, they, they start to see Lebanese cinema, even short films, as more and more accessible, which is really great. So, so no, there is, there, there is quite a, a varied audience, yeah. You know, that's, that's exciting to hear, especially that I had mentioned earlier on, one of my favorite films from the Dubai Film Festival, one of my favorite short films from the Dubai Film Festival, um, Fadi Baki's film, when we interviewed him a few episodes ago, yes. Last Days of the Man of Tomorrow, is, is something that's really interesting and has been winning awards internationally, and, and locally and regionally. So I guess what we're saying is I'd have to kind of do a, a post-review or maybe Hind can do in our blog about how these things develop and, and occur. So uh, that's something to, to look forward to. So, and, and you were saying that kind of apart from the festival itself, you have different programs or different associations. Yes, absolutely. Basically, this year we have, um, well, as usual, we have the program at Beirut Su, so we have six programs a day. Uh, the opening, that's Kafarna uh, Home by Nadine Labaki. The closing film, which is uh, The Hour of Liberation by Hini Sroor. Hini is actually the first Lebanese and Arab woman to have a film uh, in official selection at the Cannes Film Festival in 74. So we're really thrilled to have her among us. And oh, is she, does she live here or is she flying in? No, she's flying in from France. And um, basically what we were trying to do, because this edition is um, a tribute to um, women in Lebanese cinema. Mm -hmm. So um, we we wanted to start with the Lebanese woman who was in Cannes the latest and then, you know, close the festival Mm -hmm. with the first woman who was Lebanese woman who was in Cannes. Was this on purpose or did this kind of magically fall in? No, no, it was on purpose. We, you know, we... I mean, it magically <laughs> happened because it wasn't easy to get either or, but um, we're really happy that it worked and really excited about this. 
Other than that, we have um, a collaboration that we started last year with Beirut Art Fair and Opera Gallery. And this year it's a cine concert in the ruins next to Opera Gallery in, the, in Beirut, like in, the, in downtown Beirut. And um, it's basically footage, exclusive footage of Beirut from the 50s till today with live music. Um, so we, we wanted since last year to start doing a series of outdoors um, f- you know, mm. projections. Um, so that's how we're continuing with this. Um, on the 19th and the 20th, uh, we have two cartes blanches, one by the Cinémathèque Française, uh, and it's going to be the sixth day by Youssef Shaheen. And um, a carte blanche by uh, Panorama des Cinémas du Maghreb et du Moyen-Orient, PCMMO. And uh, we're going to see Zainab Nampalanej. So Zainab hates this. All this, this is too French for us. So what the, I know carte blanche is white card. Yeah, but what does that mean? Basically, a carte blanche is when, um, in that case, it's a collaboration, let's say, with the Cinematheque, where okay. they have the space within a program to show us whatever they want. Oh, okay, but do you guys select with no. them? I mean, of course, we collaborate in the selection. We see what's more convenient according to a certain theme, to what's available, to what's new, if you want to do it re- retrospective. But basically, it, carte blanche means, um, you know, you have carte blanche. You do whatever you okay. want. Yeah. So we have two of those at the French Institute, which is, you know, the reason why it's that French. <laughs> and, um, and then on the last day, right before the closing ceremony, for the first time, we have a youth program um, in collaboration with Seat 26 and Aya Blushi, who actually uh, organizes the kids program at uh, Doha. Oh, okay. um, and so we have the screening of a film called Liano by Aaron Kopp and Amanda Kopp. Um, and it's a documentary animation, and it's followed by a small animation workshop for kids. Oh, that's very interesting. I mean, you, you've, in a, in a tiny kind of, uh, fest, like a tiny evening festival, you've managed to cover a lot of different aspects and have people help you out. Um, and now I'm kind of, I know Hind's going to be jealous because Aliyom is sad this isn't necessarily easily caught on cinema, so now that you're kind of projecting it uh, in, a, in, a, in a viewing room is, is, is quite interesting. Do you have sense? Actually, actually, it's outdoors. It's um, it's in the French Institute, but it's outdoors, so it's even more exciting. <laughs> then how does how is it like? Do they have a large cinema screen type thing? Yeah, they're gonna put a screen. They have like a big grass area, and I I personally I love outdoor cinema, mm. so I'm really excited about this. Okay, all right. I guess better that than nothing. Although I am I, and and as well, we're more into the actual feel of the enclosed cinema. But I know a lot of people do appreciate kind of a, a, an open feeling to it. Um, and just before we continue, how do you guys deal with censorship? Honestly, it's, um, well, it's challenging. You know, it's always been challenging. Um, we, we have to submit all films to general security. Um, and sometimes they do get censored. And when they get censored, it means either the whole film is censored or we're asked to remove a part of it or, you know, we ask the mm-hmm. filmmakers. But... Um, Last edition, for example, we had um, a film by Darin Hted that was censored. Mm-hmm. I say dust. And it's a shame because sometimes films really travel uh, the world. They go everywhere. They're seen in, in festivals all around the world. And they can't screen here um, be- because of censorship issues. You know, mm-hmm. And censorship issues are... Um, Mainly around themes, um, I mean, we know them, you know, it's like religious or political or sexual. Um, But even for a film festival, if something that is kind of there for a couple of days, wouldn't, I mean, we've talked to other people and they said sometimes they're a little bit more lenient than the mass release, or does it not work? Um, I mean, I guess they could be, yes. Um, 
I'm not sure if they're mo more lenient with international films being screened here, but with local films, um, we you know we've had we've had some films censored. You know that, that's an in, that's an interesting differentiation that you put there that they let the Ajaneb quote unquote foreigners come in and kind of show the stuff that's outside, but versus people locally thinking about ideas. Yeah, because things that happen there don't happen here, yeah. obviously. 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 Obviously, neither here nor the Gulf nor, nor the rest of the, the Arab world. All right, so that was a good general idea of, 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 of your film festival. Now tell us about this year in specific. You had mentioned earlier that it's about Lebanese women in film. Mm -hmm. and, and, and at least historically and through the production that we see, Lebanon has always been kind of production positive and the crew's always been working. And the last time when we had uh, different interviews with uh, Cinematheque Beirut uh, as, and Metropolis, they had given us kind of dates of really, really, really kind of pre-war, pre-World War type of things. So this year for you. Why tribute to women? I mean, for, I want to be a little bit, not necessarily shady, but kind of gray. Everyone has been doing women now yeah. because it's trendy. <laughs> so you've got, you've, You've also gotten on this bandwagon and supporting it. Does it need support? Does Lebanon, because like I said, it's been in production for so long and most of its more famous directors are women, does it need that, you think? Well, it's true that it's kind of a trend, but mm. um, what, uh, I mean, the identity of each edition in the festival usually is in relation to something that ha that's happening around us. So last year, it was kind of a wink to the garbage crisis. Mm. You know, it's kind of also to raise awareness, uh, you know, towards things happening, because we're not completely detached from what's going on in the country or in the world, right? So um, it's it's kind of just like a clan die, you know, to, to what's going on. And yes, it's true that with the women, it's been quite ongoing now internationally. Um, in general, do women need support in the film industry? In Lebanon. Um, I mean, I want to go a bit beyond that. Okay. It's true that in Lebanon, a lot of directors are... are uh, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, there's a lot of women in the industry. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of women in the country anyway to start <laughs> with. But there's a lot of women in the industry. Um, do they need support? No, maybe not. Maybe yes, maybe not, right? Mm -hmm. But... Um, my question is beyond that. Okay. It's it's the um, the representation of women, mm -hmm. but not only of women, of the feminine, right? I think there's a very big misconception around what what is feminine, um, and 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 maybe even though not a lot of uh, not everyone will agree with me on that because they think it's a feminist discourse, which is it's really not. It's really a feminine discourse. Um, but what I what I would like personally this tribute to be is not just you know, a tribute to, uh, okay, we're recognizing women. It's beautiful to recognize women, but it's also beautiful to recognize the, the suppressed feminine, but not in a, again, not in a feminist way, but just this, maybe this feminine part in each one of us, men and women, mm -hmm. that maybe was not allowed to express itself freely because of um, uh, a social context, maybe. So, um, for me, it's more of a tribute to the feminine part that men were not allowed to express because maybe our definition of manhood in this area might sometimes be um, a pressure to men, okay. you know? Um, and maybe the movement of cinema can help express this. I know it, it might be a bit philosophical, you know? But for me, it's just to say that it's really not a feminist discourse. It's really a feminine discourse. And it's really... Um, it's really recognizing the feminine, you know? 
It's interesting because I've had a, qu a quick little look over the, the films that you've had, and nothing really strikes as quote-unquote queer cinema, which I know you're not referring to in that sense when you say feminine versus feminist. Mm -mm. So are we expecting maybe films that are calmer, softer? I don't know. I'm, not, I'm trying not to be generalizing here of what I think feminine means to you, but can you explain to us a little bit about how that fits into selection? I mean, in the selection, it didn't affect it because we, we want to be, I mean, we're keeping the identity mm -hmm. of promoting Lebanese films. So in the selection process, no, it was really Lebanese films. And not no film was given uh, advantage over another one for being judged feminine or feminist mm -hmm. or by woman. No, it, it wasn't that way. It's just that in the identity, we kind of wink at okay. something. And so this year, it, the wink is to women. So uh, so it would it would translate into the opening film, closing film and all the supporting films as well as the communication system you guys have in your in your media. And ab actually yes, the the poster of this year is um, it, it's like a collage of the, f the face of a woman, uh, like half the poster is the face of a woman and the upper half is a camera and it kind of makes it gives you the impression that the the um, we're given the perspective of a woman, like the okay. the eyes of the woman are the camera. Uh, the so it's like the female gaze. The female gaze, exactly. You know, that was that, you know justifiably yeah. not so represented in history of cinema, right? Yes. So yeah, it's maybe it's just you know, let's see a bit more with the feminine okay. eyes, you know? Okay, that's it, it, it doesn't have. Yeah, I mean, for me, it doesn't. Um, it's not necessarily. Um, an allusion to uh, queer cinema, etc., etc. No, for me, it doesn't have to do with this anymore. These, these are personal choices, and it's not what we're talking about. But then again, the, f the reason for not showing maybe these films, or even maybe people did not submit them, is uh, censorship more than anything mm. else. Mm. And, and since we talked about kind of sharing and information and stuff, how, how do you guys go about um, kind of pushing and, and really giving the, or advertising this festival? I mean, do you have... Uh, a lot of people already coming in or do you try different ones do you have larger campaigns how does it go i mean the usual way you know we put the posters on the streets we have the social media visibility we have our following uh, every year there are new filmmakers who come who bring uh, new people with them so it's kind of like the you know more general way of doing it i mean you say general but it still sounds uh i'm not kind of belittling but small cute and personal rather than like a radio ad or a tv ad or oh, we do have that oh of course yeah our, our <laughs> of course we do no we have a lot of uh, media partners mtv is one of uh, one of them um light fm uh, radio liban we've had interviews on future we're having one on mtv no we have so the media is quite supportive yes yes the media is very supportive and we have a, um, a press attaché who uh, coordinates all this and and, um, and but do these do these uh, do the media and stuff do they help every single film festival or are they more supportive of you guys because you've been on for so long? What do you think? Um, I don't know actually. I think that the media in Lebanon is pretty good uh, in, in supporting any cultural initiative. Mm. Now, the longer you're here, the longer you're. You know, I mean, you've known partners, so maybe in that yeah. sense it helps. But um, no, they've been pretty helpful. They've yeah, and I and I th I believe they do try to help. I mean, maybe not the same ones all the time, but they do try to help. Uh, uh, cultural projects, uh, festivals, etc. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, especially like, the reason we ask is because um, we've mentioned this in, in many podcasts before, and you've mentioned early on that there are a lot of festivals and happenings in Lebanon, so there is a lot of competition and a lot of, I guess, in the end, uh, noise out there for people to kind of filter in and, and, and fix what they've gotten. But having said that now, to kind of, in, in a way, to wrap up, the 
since you've moved from every year to every two years because of budget and finances, and then we've said that how over the past 17 years, kind of smaller directors and smaller filmmakers have grown. So the the initial base of the uh, of the of the of the direction of the festival had to switch. How do you guys go about it now? What are, since it's no longer just supporting anything from scratch that you have a base? What is the difference that you guys look for, mm. especially as a director? Well. Actually, I don't think it's that different. Mm -hmm. The difference is that um, the the um, again the emerging talents 17 years ago are not so emerging anymore, but you always have emerging talents, and uh, these emerging talents have a greater support because they have people who paved the way, and it's really nice that as we as the festival grows, the filmmakers grow, and are there kind of like to welcome the new ones that are emerging. So I think it's going to be an ongoing process. I hope okay. you know. And with that, how do you guys, have you started thinking about the, the festival in the next two years or, or the direction of it or what to push? Actually, my brain doesn't hold, hold enough space for that at the moment. I'm preoccupied by uh, this edition that starts, you know, it's opening on Monday. So um, I'm not going to say it's stressful, <laughs> even though it kind of is. But it's a, it's, um, it's a lot of things to think of. And, and um, I'm I'm really waiting for for us to pull this through to start thinking of what's coming next. But I'm sure it's going to be great. I mean, right. I'm, I'm hoping. Right. Thank you very much. Uh, we were just talking to Wafa Halewi, who's the director of the Lebanese Film Festival, and you can find more information at LebaneseFilmFestival.org. The film festival starts Monday, the 17th of September, and lasts till the 21st of September. Um, and you can get the tickets from Cinema City. Um, in, As in Aswak, Beirut, in downtown. Thank you very much for listening. And again, we'd love to hear your comments and, and thoughts. And please do like us and, and interact with us. And you can download for free and listen on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Thank you very much and, and goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>